We are all born with a purpose, yet identifying what that is can be very challenging. It can be even more challenging to find purpose in your business. So, is it possible to find purpose in your business and make profit at the same time? Not only is it possible, but a business led by purpose can be even more profitable than one that is simply led by profit. Join Robert Fukui as he explores how to be purpose-led and profitable while making a positive impact in your community. Hello and welcome back to the Purpose and Profitability Podcast where we believe that having a profitable purpose-led business can lead to community transformation. Again, thank you once again. That's, I'm Robert Fukui for those of you that are a new listener, whether it's on the podcast or live on Facebook. And today I'm going to talk about the dangers of the side hustle. All right, so I'm sure you've heard this term. Um, it's gaining more and more popularity. Now, it's not a new concept, but it is kind of a relatively, well, not a new, that's, the term's not even new either, but it's just gaining more and more popularity. And, and maybe you're, you're either thinking of creating a side hustle or you're in the midst of, of having a side hustle. Um, we're going to talk about that and talk about, you know, the reasons why you do it and then also talk about some of the dangers because a lot of times it's not as well, easy as advertised. And maybe not as lucrative as advertised. So, you know, many employ whether you're employed or you have a business, I know a lot of people have started a side hustle or are contemplating a side hustle. And so, you know, kind of take a little bit of a break from the five keys to scaling your business. Um, and actually, as I was kind of thinking this through, it's actually <laughs> could be number key number four, because uh, that's actually where we're, what we were going to do today was key number four to scaling your business. So this might be one of the five keys, or maybe we call it six keys, because I already have five planned, prepared. So maybe this might be the sixth key to scaling your business as we, as I was thinking through this because, um, well, you'll see. We'll see as it goes. So it's a, um, it's a topic that I've, you know, again, you've heard it. I've heard it. I've had friends that are doing it. And I kind of have, and, and there's some that I'm close with, you know, I've actually gave them some counsel around this. And, you know, I've kind of got my own reservations about this. Um, but I understand why people do it. And why more and more people know it, why it's becoming more popular. So I figured, you know, it really hit me yesterday. And I, so I thought, you know, let's, let's do this. Let's talk about this today. And I figured out, I thought I'd kind of save it, you know, after I was done with the five keys. But I thought, you know, it's fresh in my mind. And I thought, let's just, let's just do this. And, I, and maybe somebody, one of you that are listening, maybe this will hit home. Because maybe you're, you're in that moment right now where you're contemplating this. And so I want to give you all some, something to think about about the side hustle and really what it takes to make it as successful as people make it out to be as, as some of the advertisements and promotions that you see. And so, uh, so uh, anyways, yeah, so let's, let's talk about this. Okay. So number one is, you know, what is a side hustle? So it's some type of side business or method of incoming, including a part-time job. Um, so most of the time you're thinking of like a side business, like Uber delivery service, or even network marketing basically something that you can do on your own time. So that's why a lot of times you don't think of a part-time job as a side hustle because, um, well, one, it's not a business and you're kind of tied down to a schedule, to somebody else's schedule, to another business, obviously, that you're employed by. But really, it is another method of making income from your regular source of income from your full-time job or your business. Um, so we're just not, we're not going to lump, uh, so um, excuse me, but so probably part-time job isn't usually what people are thinking about as a side hustle. People think of a side hustle as some type of business where you can do it on your own time. That's why Ubers are becoming so popular because you can do it whenever you want. 
right? As soon as you have a free hour or two or, wh- or whatever you need, you can say, hey, you can just turn on your Uber service and say, hey, I'm ready to, to take on a fare. Um, so you can do it totally on your own schedule, which obviously there's a huge attraction to that, right? Then there's uh, kind of the one of the older side hustles is kind of like network marketing or multi-level marketing, where they always talk about, hey, earn a full-time income on a on part-time basis, you know, or, or whenever you, whenever you have time, you can make this, you know, all this income. Um, so, anyways, that's kind of what a side hustle is, and there's two primary reasons why people do it: right, the money. Well, one is the money. That's kind of the primary reason around it, but kind of extra money. So maybe, again, sometimes you have a full-time job or you have a business, but maybe your situ- current situation isn't profitable enough. And so you need some extra money. Maybe it's just first season to pay off some bills, uh, but maybe it's uh, kind of a long-term commitment because maybe you just know that your current position isn't providing income to, well, maybe save for a house or a new car and then all the extra expenses that come along with that. And then the second reason is tied to extra money, but also maybe turning it into a full-time business. So a lot of people start their side hustle, kind of like what I did. I had a full-time job and I just did some marketing consulting on the side, um, not just to produce extra income, but it really was to position myself to turn it into a full-time position so I could quit my job and then make it a, a, a full business. Um, so those are two of the primary reasons why people do it. But there's also some dangers into doing the side hustle thing. Now, I'm going to focus on, as a business owner, taking on a side hustle because that's where, well, my audience are typically business owners or sometimes at 1099. So we're going to, I'm going to key in on specific business owners. Uh, what are the dangers of taking on a side hustle? The number one thing is it takes away time and focus from your primary business, your primary source of income. Now you're thinking that, well, you know, I need the extra income. So, you know, being an Uber driver will allow me the flexibility to create more income when I have the time, but I'm not tied to any kind of schedule, like if I work for another company. Um, and it'll provide the income maybe to uh, maybe to invest back in the business. Or, but typically, that's not the, uh, the reason. It really is usually to, to make additional income to, to pay the bills. But it takes away time and focus from building the business. You know, think about the time that it takes to, to drive or to, to do network marketing. I mean, you know, not Ubers, you know, they've got the built-in marketing for you. You just need to turn it on and then you get the cust- you'll get the customers as people, um, uh, people that need a fare that are close to you. But most of the other side hustles, you still have to do some marketing. And just like network marketing, you have to do some marketing. Um, or unless you maybe work for delivery service, something like that. But still, the, the, just the time it takes from doing that um, is time that you can be focused on your business and making it better, making it more productive, making it more efficient, trying to problem solve the reasons of why your business isn't producing the kind of income that you need. Now, you might say, well, it's only for a season. I'm going to work, uh, do the side hustle thing, provide more income to maybe to invest back into the business. Now, that might be all fine and dandy, but at the end of the day, it's still that time that you lose 
into really focusing on the business and making it more productive, making it more profitable now. So just take away time and focus. And again, the focus part is the other piece. So as you're busy doing the side hustle, not only is it taking away time, but you do start to lose a little bit of focus in the business because even when you're not doing actively in doing the side hustle, you're kind of in the back of your mind, you're kind of thinking about that. Um, and also, it becomes a crutch that because you have this other thing going that's producing some kind of income or you're, you're thinking about how do, I, how do I make that more successful to produce more and more income, you know, you're kind of thinking about two things. You're thinking about your business and you're thinking about your side hustle. So even when you're not actually working in the side hustle, you're still thinking about it in, in some form or fashion. So again, it starts to take away focus from your business. Now, along with the time, you know, taking away time, it also becomes lost time. When it, you take away time from focusing the business, all that time is lost as well. And if money is the primary motivator to doing a side hustle, you're going to probably quit sooner than it, um, sooner than um, sooner than later. And before it actually pays off or pays off to, to, to a big enough return. Um, and a lot of the reasons why is because you get frustrated. Well, it, it's, again, it takes more time. So you might get fatigued. You might get tired because you're still working full time. You're still working in the business. And then you got the side thing going on. Um, you get tired. It's not bringing the return you thought it would at least fast enough. And so, and if money is the primary motivator, you're probably just going to quit. So even if you make a little bit of income, but that lost time and time away from the business and building that business is, is huge. You don't understand the, um, you know, what, it's, what it does, how it holds you back from growing the business. And also, everything's related to time. And also the time it takes to learn something new and market it. Again, we, we don't think about, you know, the time it takes just to do the business, but what about having to learn something to market it? to be very proficient at it so you become better and better at it. Because I knew, even know uh, a friend that, that drives for Uber and he's got a kind of a system down. So it kind of works for him a little bit, but it took time to develop that system. Um, so anyways, it, the, one of the primary dangers of the side hustle is that time. Time away from the business, the time that you lose, the time that it takes just to learn something new um, and to go ahead and, and, and market it or just making it, you know, be, to provide the income that that you wanted, but all that could have been applied to your business. So how can you do it better? How can we how can we do this better? How can we think about okay, you're a business owner, you got to make more money, but how do we kind of shift the focus a little bit away from just a side hustle, but maybe take that concept but applying it back to your business? So remember, we talk about time and time and money, or or, or time and focus. So. What if we did this? What if you did this to your, your business? You're not happy to, to, with how it's going. How do we, about we focus your time and energy back into the business to make it better? Okay, so that's what I was saying when I started this episode is maybe this is um, number four of six in how to scale your business. How do you focus your energy into making your business better? The first thing is, because you're probably saying, that I've tried so many things, tried so many different marketing techniques and uh, different business strategies and just tried one thing after another, nothing seems to help. So the first thing I would suggest is number one, get some good counsel around you. 
hire a consultant or a coach. Now, this might be self, sound self-serving because obviously I'm a business consultant. But even if it's not a paid consultant, maybe even not finding a mentor or an accountability group, a group of other business owners, maybe in your same industry, and they don't have to be in your same industry. In fact, I would recommend that they be from diverse industries because those different ideas um, would really help. Because if it's if it's someone in the same industry, you're just everybody's just kind of talking about the same, doing the same thing that everybody else is doing in the industry, right? Best practices within the industry, but sometimes some of the best practices don't happen from within your own industry, but happen from some somebody else because people are, you know, other businesses have different techniques, but it might work in your in your case. So, you know, if you if you can't afford or you're hesitant to hire a consultant or coach, get some outside eyes on you on this business. Because most likely, other people can see the obvious flaws and ways to improve the business better than you can. Because you've heard that saying, you can't see the forest before the trees. Because you're too, too close to your situation that you can't see the big picture. You know, all you can see is the tree right in front of you. You can't see the forest. You just think there's one, it's just one tree. Um, so get other people around you. Get a second, third, fourth set of eyes on this and, and that I'm, I'm very confident that's going to help in a sense, just to give you a new perspective. So not just improving your, your current business practices, but also you can start to think about a brand extension or a line extension, you know, based on the products and services that you're already selling, what can you do? What's another extension of your business that you can create that creates another source of revenue or another source of income. Um, let's just take for example, you're, you have a mechanic shop. Now I've got a client that had, does big equipment repair. So big diesels, you know, tractors, those kind of things. Now they're contemplating opening up a hydraulic parts store because in their city, they have a, they have a, they live in a small city a relatively small city. Um, that has a very hard time getting these parts. And so not only have they figured out a way or have a good relationship with a supplier that can supply them with these hydraulic parts, what happens is other mechanics around the city will ask them to source it for them as well. So they've noticed there's this difficulty of getting the supply of these parts for the demand um, that's needed. So the basic demand is higher than the supply or the accessibility to supply. So they're contemplating open up a part supplies business, which totally makes sense. One, they're not having to totally learn a whole new craft. They know hydraulics because they use these parts to do what they do in, in repairs. So it totally fits in line to what they're already doing. So when I think of Think about brand extension, how to produce another source of income. Think about what can you do based on what you're already doing. Okay, that's grammatically, that was a poor sentence. But basically, hopefully, hopefully you understand that, is based on what you're already doing, what can you create? What's another business or another source of income you can create that's not a totally new business? That's one of the danger, other, that dangers of the side hustle is having to learn something totally new. Versus in this example, it's doing something that they already know, but they are creating another business because a part supply store is different than a mechanic shop, a repair shop. Okay, so we're talking about we're going to have to create a separate business, but it's next door to their existing business. 
So when you think about, you know, the economics of it and the uh, efficiencies of it, um, I mean, it totally makes sense. Now they can, even some of the, as they're even just starting this part, this side of the business, they can use their existing employees to also mend the, uh, the, the, the cash register, for lack of a better term, um, to handle the customers, answer questions, and to order the supplies. And you can use the same person, essentially, that already orders supplies for the mechanic shop, can also order supplies for the parts shop, okay? Now, that's probably not going to happen very long because as the business grows, you need to you know, have to hire somebody separate for that. But basically, hope you understand the idea is this new business just totally falls in line to what they're already doing. So if you're wanting to create another source of income, which is what the primary reason why people do this side hustle, is maybe create something based on what you're already doing. And what about a restaurant, for example? In a restaurant, well, think about all the ingredients you put into to, to the, uh, the food that you provide, that you create for your customers. What about bottling it and selling your secret sauce, right? Whether it's barbecue sauce, salad dressing, whatever it is that you make homemade from scratch. If people really in, like it, enjoy it, enjoy the food that you create, they probably enjoy the sauce that's in it, right? So when I say secret sauce, I'm using that as a generic term because it not only can be something that's bottled, but maybe you do great baked goods. And so you can sell to your local coffee shops because coffee shops don't tend to make their own baked goods. They usually buy it from an outside source. So that's another source of income. It's another side of their business that's not tied to just having your customers come in, but now you can distribute your products out. You can also cater, right? So there's, so just in this business, we've just now created three other either brands or even businesses or, or, or business units, right? We have, you have the restaurant, customers come in, they order food, they sit down, they eat. You can also bottle your stuff and sell your secret sauce. You can also distribute some of your products, like your baked goods, and distribute it to different coffee shops around town. Or you can take your restaurant to people or to companies as a caterer. So three different sources of income just from the existing business. And then, so maybe some of these things don't quite fit with your existing business, but I'll just, just think about your, your existing business, what you do, and identify some of the problems that you have in your own business and develop a solution and sell it. I mean, just the mechanic example, that was identifying the problem that other people have besides them, and they were turning it into another business. So, I mean, QuickBooks, for example, that's a problem for accounts. An accountant, accountant basically develop the software to aid other accountants and other, well, and other business owners. So they could more efficiently handle their accounting without having to spend big money to have our accountant and bookkeeper do it full time, but they can actually utilize a piece of software to really help their own business. But it also helps accountants create more of a system, uh, you know, a, a system in place that all their accountants can use to, and use with all of their clients. Calculators, obviously, instead of doing everything by hand, doing calculations by hand or an abacus, here we have a calculator that was created, a post-it. How do we, the problem was, how do I jot down a little note and I can put it somewhere um, where I can see it? Um, and so the post-it, you know, that was a simple, 
solution to a big problem. The day planner, how to keep things organized. Um, safety glasses, making sure that when you're welding or when you're dealing with certain things that you can have things flying around and you don't want to get in your eyes. Well, you create safety glasses. And a variety of wrenches for those these mechanics. A lot of these, a lot of these tools were basically created out of necessity. So hopefully I gave you some ideas of how you can maybe take that side hustle mentality, meaning, okay, I need to create some extra money. But instead of having to do something on the side that's totally new, takes you away from your existing business, how about taking your existing business and creating something new that falls in line with what you're already doing and creating other sources of revenue from within your own business or just basically identifying a problem, which is basically what what everything I said was identifying a problem providing a solution and sell it, which is what business is, which is a, what all your products and services are about, is you're providing a solution to somebody's problem. So think, go back and think in your own business, what are some other problems in my own business that I need to solve? And I can sell it to other business owners that are like me that have similar problems. Okay, so anyways, I can go on forever on this, but if you have any other questions or comments or uh, you can always put in, in the post on, on Facebook, if you're listening on Facebook Live, definitely just contact me at prosper at the letter I, the number 61, businessdevelopment.com. That's prosper at I61, businessdevelopment.com. So thanks again for listening and tune in again next week as we pick up our five keys to scaling your business. And uh, remember, Purpose plus profit equals transformation. God bless. Have a great week, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you have enjoyed this podcast. For more information, please visit purposeandprofit.com.